today I would like to briefly talk about the three Shariras, five koshas, and some of you have heard me talk about this before, but it's always good to actually get another angle of it or hear it again, because usually we can pick up different things at different times. Yeah, So we always receive what we can receive. Yeah. Um, so this is about yoga physiology. Yeah. This is about that we are in our body. We have different bodies and different sheets within us. Yeah. So we have um, three different bodies. These are called shariras. Yeah. So we have the stula sharira. That's a really gross um, physical body. Yeah. We have the shukshma sharira. That's like the subtle body. And then we have the karana sharira, and that's the bliss body. Yeah, you can think about them um, in terms of vibrations. So they go from gross to very subtle and to more subtle. Yeah, the shukshma um, sharira and the karana sharira they will leave the physical body at the point of death. Yeah, so whatever has been unresolved here will be taking to a new life so you have a chance to work on this in a new body yeah, that's um, a little bit the uh, philosophy about this and um, you can think about them so I explained this in the workshop also the other day you can think about them as like for example like water having different consistencies yeah so you have frozen water it's very hard it's like associated more with the stula sharira so the vibration is lower than just like the water that is fluid yeah so that's having higher vibration and then vapor or gas or steam that has even higher vibration yeah so it's from something that we can see very well going from something more subtle yeah so talking about the physical body we can see our physical body really well. We can see our hair, can see our nose. Yeah, we can even like, if we poke ourselves, we see blood. Yeah, if we go and have some dissection, we can see our muscles, our tissues. Yeah. Now, when we come to the shukshma sharira, it gets a little bit more, we cannot see that, but we can experience that. Yeah. So it's going to the really subtle end, the karana sharira. So that is like the bliss sheet. That's something we only experience when we are not thinking. Yeah, so for example, in really deep sleep, um, when we actually don't dream, or in these tiny moments that probably all of you experienced where you met something really beautiful and you let go of all your thinking and you felt just like a connection or like you didn't, you weren't drawn into your conditioned automatic behaviors. Yeah, but this is very seldom that we hear. Now, within these three bodies, we have the five koshas, the five so-called sheep. Yeah? And in the stula sharira, we have the anamaya kosha. And ana means food. Yeah, also means actually rice. Yeah? And South India, it also means rice. And it is composed of the five elements. Yeah, and... Basically, we take in through the Anamaya culture also the five elements, 
Yeah. So it starts when you're conceived. Yeah. You get like the nourishment from your mother through the womb. Yeah. And then when you get birth, yeah, your body starts growing, then it starts changing, then it starts decaying, and eventually your body dies and then it's returned back to the five elements. Yeah. So you come kind of like from what is grown on the soil and your physical body returns back there. Yeah. So here um, it's like um, the very outer layer of the body. And it's also in a way you can think about it in the sense of creating a relationship with your physical body. Yeah. Taking good care of it. So having it an optimal state is also being able to feel your body. Yeah. And that that's kind of like, it's called interoception to be able to feel your body so that you can also take care of it. A good thing or like an important thing to understand is that our imbalances often don't show up in the stula sharira or they show up in the stula sharira, but they're caused by stuff in the shukshma or the karana sharira. Yeah, oftentimes our heartbeat can be fine. We can have all the physiological levels are excellent. All the blood values are excellent. All the so-called external tests are, are good and in the range of normal. But still we're doing things that are creating imbalance. Yeah, still we might be uh, going in the same direction all the time, like attaching to one way of doing things and actually like creating some um, some effect of that. Yeah, so it's also about cause and effect. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about the gunas here, but this really ties in into the gunas as well. Um, so the stula sharira, you keep it in good condition by taking care of, for example, what you eat. Yeah, um, the gross five senses are also part of the stula sharira, but the gross ones. Yeah. Um, so also what comes in and what do you let in, but that's more on a gross level. Yeah. Um, also, of course, any form of movement in your body or way that you can connect with your body is very beneficial to get a sense of your stula sharira. Yeah. Now the shukshma sharira has actually three koshas. Yeah. So, uh, the subtle body has three koshas. So here we have the pranamaya kosha. Yeah, the Manomaya Kosha and the Vijnana Maya Kosha. And the Pranamaya Kosha, so that's like your energetic body. Yeah, it's also composed of the five pranas. Yeah, the five, you can regard them as the five energies. They're also called values. Yeah, the five values, and I'm not going to talk about them here, but those are energies within the body that direct certain functions, like functions like elimination, blood circulation, um assimilation of whatever you take in being able to digest it and stuff like that yeah and the pranamaya kosha so this is very interesting this is very um or it has different components yeah so here we have our organs of actions that are part of it so this is the mouth the throat for speaking the hands the feet and the genital organs and the organs of release of defecation yeah but here um i don't want you to just think about the organs of action in terms of uh, i'm just taking something with my hands but also in a more subtle sense 
yeah um the essence of what you're doing with those organs sets like things up in a subtle way yeah so it's your it's your organs um it's your organs of action yeah and the five pranas this is a part of the pranamaya kosha so how you use your organs of action creates habits yeah how you use your actions has an effect yeah how i use my hands for nourishing me or for doing how to take care of myself or how i touch somebody else has an effect yeah whatever um i speak has an effect yeah where i walk has an effect but not just the act of walking it's like already a step before that yeah and that affects also the five pranas yeah the five values the five energies within the body to take good care of the pranamaya value of course whatever you do for your physical body will have an effect on that yeah and also here our asana practice just like for the stula sharira or um any like mindful exercise will be really good yeah pranayama practice and here pranayama practice doesn't just mean the practice of regulating the breath but also how do we breathe in general has a huge effect on this energetic on an energetic body yeah because if we breathe in a harmonious way it sets us up towards harmony yeah again that's um going into sattva yeah going out of like attaching and running around or um being like uh placid yeah so i'm not going to go much into the gunas here but that would be the discussion yeah we don't have so much time um the manomaya kosha and the vignanamaya kosha so those um have to do with the mind and with, diff with different qualities of the mind both of them have um the indriyas yeah so the indriyas are um uh organs yeah so here we have the also the karma indriyas the organs of action just like in the pranamaya kosha but we also have the jnana indriya so jnana means wisdom or knowledge but those are also regarded as our senses yeah so these are our organs of perception and um how uh for these sheets it goes really into how can we perceive something yeah determines the state of our manomaya and vignanamaya kosha how much of that is accessible for us um so whatever we do with our organs of action yeah determines what we perceive in our senses and how clouded or obstructed or how clear our senses can actually take in the information that gets at us yeah can also be that we always um overstimulate a sense possibly we have too loud music and all the time yeah um then how is our hearing yeah hearing even more subtly than just hearing something yeah or um if we're always bombarded with a lot of visual information yeah how is our drishti yeah how is what can we really take in yeah do we also create a situation for harmonious taking in? Yeah, and there's a relationship between what comes in through the eyes and how you perceive that. 
Yeah. So the Manomaya Kosha, it's called Mano means mind. Yeah. And that's the Manomaya Kosha is still like a lower mind, part of the aspect of the mind in the Vignana Maya Kosha. Yeah. So the Manomaya Kosha, it just registers your thoughts. It's your thoughts, also your emotions, yeah, your feelings. Um that's part of your Manomaya Kosha. Yeah, the Vignana Maya Kosha. That's like jnana. Again, you have the word jnana in there. Yeah, so that's like your intellect. That's your ability to discern that information from the Manomaya Kosha, to actually be able from that information to make beneficial decisions for yourself or, or not. Yeah, so if, um, if you've done part of your work, yeah, for example, there is like this poem where in this poem it describes, okay, somebody is going down the street and there's a hole in the street and they're always falling into this hole. Do you guys know this poem? So, uh, of course, I cannot recite this poem right now, but it's a bit like this. The first verse, I'm going down the street, there's a hole in the wall, I trip into it, I fall. Second verse, there's a hole in the street, I go down the street, the same street, I trip in the in the hole third day i go down the same street and now there's a hole and i still trip into it fourth verse something like this i go down the street and now there's a hole in the street i walk around it yeah I'm making a change uh, fifth verse i'm taking a different route <laughs> so that's like Manomaya, like we're here, like we're falling into it. Yeah, just registering, okay, I fell in the hole. Then Vignana Maya Kosha, I walk around it and eventually I make the decision, okay, I'll just take a different road. Yeah, so that's kind of like the essence. Um, practices um, for the Vignana Maya Kosha, so how you can. Um, Cultivate that higher intellect is by stillness practices also. Yeah, so meditation. Yeah, also mantra, calming the mind. And bhakti, service. Yeah, doing something, uh, not expecting anything in return. Yeah. And the, the Vignana Maya, so this also means that you, in a way, when you make that other decision that is out of your automatic behaviors, it means you're coming out of your conditioned way of doing things. Yeah, so this, when we do this, it can feel really uncomfortable when we do this for the first time. It can really feel difficult and hard. Yeah, because it's a very new way of doing things. Yeah, so it's good to acknowledge that, that it's not always easy. Yeah, but that the more you, um, seek out different routes, you make different connections here, but you also spin the wheel of cause and effect. Yeah, it's slightly different. So the outcome will be different. Yeah, then the Karana, Karana Sharira, so the bliss sheet that's composed of the Ananda Maya Kosha, and that means bliss. Yeah, or like where you're free from your attachments, free from your conditioned way of existence. So that's again what I talked about earlier when we're not thinking we can experience that. 
Yeah, so that's also why a lot of people are attached to or seek out these very intense activities, yeah, where they don't think. Yeah, but so, um, our samskara, so that's our conditioned, in a way that's our conditioned way of doing things. Yeah, if we haven't solved them, they will also leave the body at death. Yeah, so those are in the shukshma and the karana sharira. Yeah, so when our physical body dies, apparently that essence of us there's our shukshma and karana sharira, they're still awake. Yeah, and apparently they're waiting to be reincarnated. But I'm not the one to talk about this. Yeah, so this is just uh, what I understand from that philosophy. Um, so what we do at the yoga practice is we're actually, the more we engage ourselves with the practice, the more we're able to access the most subtle sheets. Yeah. So first of all, we make contact with the physical body. Yeah, we understand where to put something. We actually connect. Oh, these are my legs. Oh, these are my feet engaging with the ground. And yes, now I put my hands up. I try to lift my lower belly. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember when you took your first yoga class. It's like, oh yeah, my hands can be. You know, you're really like bringing awareness to your whole body. And oftentimes the way that we have never brought awareness to it. Yeah. And from that, once you know your practice, this is why the Maestro style of practice is actually so beneficial because you have a set sequence. And of course, on there, there's a lot of freedom. And you're working with the breath, the gaze, and the bandhas. Yeah. So you have your structure, but within that, once you know the practice, you can really bring awareness to more subtle aspects or the most subtle aspects can awaken more. I'm sure some of you have noticed that. Yeah, or that you start to also be able to sense more, oh, I feel something here. Or make connections between, okay, when I eat a heavy meal Thursday evening, primary series Friday morning feels just a little bit different. My mind and my body will just be a bit more sluggish. Yeah, so you're able to make more of the connections between cause and effect. And with that awareness, you're able to break that. Yeah, and possibly uh, you may have had an Ananda Maya, yeah, like a glimpse of that maybe in your Shavasana. Yeah, when you don't think or at any moment, maybe when you sit somewhere, see a beautiful sunset and you're just in awe, you maybe feel connected with that yeah um so what we're doing is is really important because um it's very nice to get our physical body healthy yeah and it's very beneficial to have our pranamaya manamaya and vignanya maya kosher in the good order or in a in a balanced state and a septic state yeah so that we can really be present in this life in the best way possible yeah and this also means like we are having a, a satvic relationship with our five senses with our five organs of course 
um, we're not always perfect and things happen. Yeah, but also the yoga practice really helps us. Yeah, and this is also why it's an eight limb path. Yeah, it's not just about the physical poses. They, of course, they bring us many lessons. Yeah, they, but they're oftentimes the gateway to the physical practice is the gateway for more subtle practices or subtle awareness. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it's a short intro to the three Shariras and five Koshas. I know some of you have heard parts of it, but I do find it beneficial to um, bring it up sometimes, to repeat concepts, to repeat topics, because we, we always just take in what we can take in. At a different point in time, when we hear something again, we might hear it differently because of the experiences we have had. Yeah? I'll also talk about this in more depth uh, in my intensive. 